Hello from Geelong in Australia, to you wherever you are in the world. My name's Kat and I work with the Institute of Positive Education at Geelong Grammar School. Today we're focusing on hope. We might also call it optimism or future-mindedness. Hope is grouped with other strengths of transcendence like gratitude and spirituality because it connects us to something bigger than ourselves. When we think about hope, we tend to think of possibilities and all the good feelings that come with that. Hope is pretty energising, and hope is more than just crossing your fingers and wishing for a good outcome. We'd probably call that false hope. Think about it like this. If you have no hope, you don't believe that anything you'll do will affect the outcome of your future. So having hope also means that you'll need to actually do something. But it's even more than this. It's about knowing how or having a couple of different ways you might get to your goals. I think I've mentioned in another one of these episodes that one of the things I'm keen to do with this time at home is learning how to play the guitar. If my only option for learning was to go to a music class, I would have no hope because that sort of thing is completely shut down at the moment. But lucky for me, the reality is that I have access to the internet and all sorts of different videos and free classes and lessons online. And on top of that, my brother plays guitar really well, so I could ask him... And my husband's really musical, so he could help coach me and encourage me. So there are actually plenty of pathways for me. And so my hope, my feeling that I can find a way to change my future, my ability to play guitar, it's pretty high. But only if I do something. If I keep just wanting to play guitar but never pick it up and try it, pretty soon my hope will get lower and lower because it becomes an impossible dream. It's on too high a shelf and it doesn't feel like I can ever achieve it. So now is actually a really prime opportunity to use hope. If we're living a comfortable, stable, sufficient life, there's nothing to hope for. If life's perfect, I'm by the pool on my dream holiday with a drink with an umbrella in it, hope isn't such a relevant tool for me to access because we don't need hope in this situation. Hope becomes critical when we're focused on a future goal or a desire to create change. So if we feel we can't possibly do anything to change the future, we can feel hopeless. We feel too disempowered or we're struggling too much. There are a lot of people who are dealing with the destruction of their hope at the moment, which can lead to anger and fear and sadness. Sometimes we say depression is the opposite of hope. When things are really hard, it can be really tricky to not feel hopeless. We know that feeling some hope can be a really good thing. It's a bit like Velcro because so many other good things stick to it. So let's practice using and finding the strength of hope today. Can we find some hopeful storybooks for young people to read? There are some really beautiful read-along activities on YouTube. Or how about talking to other kids about what they're looking forward to? What's something they're excited about in the future? Can they draw a picture of a nice day a year from now? Who will be there? What will they be doing? Or a picture of what hope feels like in their body. One of the most hopeful movies I can think of is Peter Pan. The idea that to fly, you just have to think of happy things. That's what hope feels like to me. Older kids might be able to write down a list of all the things they feel hopeful for. They can be big or little things. Maybe there are some things on that list they can start thinking about their pathways for. How many different options do they have for getting there? It's tricky. There are so many things that are reducing a sense of agency or control, particularly for teenagers at the moment. So finding a place they do have control or power might be a good use of their strength of hope. Can they think about what this looks like in their world? Or how about if they can identify something that's really challenging for them at the moment, 
and try to find some optimistic or hopeful things about the situation. For you, I know we're all facing something we've never faced before, a challenge like no other. Can you think about or maybe talk about with someone a time when you've been challenged in the past? Can you think about how you overcame that challenge and how that knowledge of achievement can give you hope for a more positive future? Or can you identify all the examples of people using hope that you see around you? Something I've been thinking about a lot is the hope I see in the way businesses are adapting or pivoting to a new strategy. Lots of really wonderful restaurants in our area who would normally cater for big weddings and parties, they're doing home delivery. I think this is such a cool example of hope in a number of different ways. The people who run these businesses believe that they can affect a positive future for themselves, and the people who are supporting these businesses are doing so with the hope that the future will be different and we can go back to a cosy fire in a brewery and eat good food with friends. While it's lovely to have nice wine and food delivered to our door, it is also using our strength of hope to help make it happen. I hope these ideas about hope and optimism have been helpful, maybe spark some inspiration for how we can support the people around us and ourselves with a focus on strengths as we go through the day. Remember to click through and look at the show notes, which have a summary of the activities we've mentioned here and links to other resources. Please do rate and review and share this podcast so others can find it too. And I look forward to talking to you again when we explore another strength of character, a tool we all have to support the good in the world.